Keeping it real with Phil Gordon. All right, welcome to the Conversations. I'm your host, Charles Kirkland, and I'm just excited because it's a beautiful summer day and I'm I'm doing the thing that I love, talking to filmmakers in the area who are doing the thing, representing the D.C. area. Um, and today I got another brother who's uh, doing some wonderful things. He's a Georgetown grad, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. he, he started a company called Bread and Circus Company, which uh, is a multidisciplinary production house that provides a platform for underrepresented individuals in the area to create different types of media. So uh, I'm always looking to see people who are encouraging the rest of us to do stuff. And so today I have a wonderful young man with me named Ramon Lyons. Ramon, welcome to the show. I appreciate that, Charles. Appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, you're, you're a young man. You haven't done a whole lot of stuff so far. You're just coming out of school. And already you've been named the filmmaker of the month for Washington, D.C. for the month of September. How does that feel for you? What, is it, what does it mean to you to be, get this recognition? Yeah, so um, it, re- it really means a lot. Um, a reassuring one, because a little bit about me and my backstory. I'm from Florida, Orlando, Florida, and I came up here to D.C., um, in 2015 to do school and play football at Georgetown. So, like I said, I was never really into film. Uh, I was I was a student athlete, football heavy, like, but I always had like a knack for like figuring out stuff. I was more so like a, a creator that like, so whether it be like, um, I know when I was younger, I used to like, like disattach to like toys and like make a new model of a toy. So you're getting this from that, the torso from here, the legs from here, the head from here. And I get some hot, hot glue gun, like put it together, make something else. So I was I always had a knack to do things like that. But I'm saying I'm, I'm Florida's football like country. So that was my goal. That was my goal to get that's my idea what success was. So when I got to Georgetown, I was exposed to a whole new level of possibilities. So my curiosity, I was always a very curious person. So when I was exposed to different um, possibilities and like that, um, I'm like, okay, cool. I can do other things. Like my my whole life can't doesn't have to be revolved around sports. And I can see what success looks like when somebody looks like me in different fields other than sports. So that was very big for me. So as that relates to film, as it gets to my senior year of undergrad, I asked my coach, I'm like, yeah, I feel like we have a really interesting story here. Like the the, the alumni that I meet, the the day-to-day stuff that we go through, like the funny stuff, like I feel like it's so unique to our culture in this in this in this school i want to do like something about it i want to record it that's this is i don't know i don't know anything at this point like i just want to record it but i was um he said okay but i I just didn't know what that meant like so i was a captain my senior year so my my time to do it was limited so once i grad once i um got done with football my last semester my spring semester my senior year i'm like i think this is what i want to do like film stuff let me just I took two classes, had only had three classes to finish for my spring semester to be um, give my credits. So I took two extra classes. One was experimental filmmaking and then the other one was animation. Um, so I just took it just because I want to get into it. And so I liked it. I liked, I liked the, the boundless possibilities that the experimental side did. And then I feel like animation is kind of experimental in the same way because you don't follow the same rules of of like human nature and animation. So I, I, I like gravitate to those 
like boundary pushing things. Um, and so fast forward to what I'm currently doing is like like this big, big project that I'm doing. So like it's a I now it's an eight-part documentary series um exploring the multiplex identity of the black student athlete, but using Georgetown football as the subject matter to speak to that larger issue. So I'm like, I know all the nuances of Georgetown football. And I know when I got there in 2015, the team was only 19% black. But when I graduated, it was almost 70% black. Wow. And it was like that stark difference. There's a a myriad of of, of changes as as to why things like this can even be a possibility here and why it changed so drastic in that short amount of time. So first I want to explore that as well as highlight the current team as it was showing that there's people who are having success on the field, but also having success off the field, whether it be through their like internships, um, job opportunities, like, or whatever avenue they want to explore. It's possible due to the fact that they have that Georgetown degree or like aspiring to get, aspiring to get it as well as being aware of the resources allotted to them while they're, while they're in college. A lot of times um, being a student athlete, you begin to believe that it's the only way you can be successful because you've always been good at it. So right. it's like, okay, cool, I'm going to pursue this. And then when the well runs dry, that's when it runs dry. So I'm like, okay, cool. But if I can show people that's like maybe understanding that their value isn't solely tied to the sport that they play, maybe I can like spark the curiosity of somebody who's 16, 17, deciding where they want to go to college or who's currently an undergrad, believing that this is the only way they can be successful. So that that's my goal for the project. So that, and I don't know, like for me personally, I just feel like whenever I want to do something, I always tend to do like the hardest thing possible first before <laughs> I get to do the easy stuff. Cause like you said, like I've been, that you would think I would start off with like a, a five to 10 minute short film then the 20 to 40 minute, like a mid length film then a feature. But I, I literally want to start with a 350 minute project and then go backwards. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I always gravitate to the hardest things. Like I was like, oh, oh. I talk to my friends about it. I'm like, yo, every time I want to even like from the shoes that I want when I was little, like it's always like the hardest thing to get at that point in time. So it's like, I don't know. Like I, this is something about me. I just need to do like the hardest thing first. And then everything after that, I've always used as a, as a reference point. So why I can get through this current like uh, step. It, it, it's a wise idea. Do the hard stuff first and the rest of it is all easy. So, I mean, yeah, I really love the, the, the thought about it too, is that, there's so many people, like you said, who think that uh, athletics is the only way they got to get out. But there's so many avenues within athletics, so many. And there's such a limited number of people who actually make it to you got to you got to make alternative plans for success. And I, I, I'm, I can't wait to look at this project to see exactly how you present it. And yeah. And I'm sure it's going to have a monumental impact on the lives of whoever sees it and, and understands, hey, there's, this guy was an athlete as well, and now he's a filmmaker. Uh, there's, there's no limit to what I can do once I get my hand on that degree, you know? So I, I think it's very encouraging. I'm very encouraged. Can you tell me a little bit more about Bread and Circus? That's your company. What, what yeah. made you want to start this, and what does it do? Yeah, so as you see, I have like this uh, Mickey Mouse uh, hat on. I'm from Orlando, Florida, so like 
Um, actually, like I'm saying, grew up like right down the street from Disney. And um, I always thought like, I love the way that they tell their story, but it's like, although it's not like 100% tailored to like me, I'm like a 23 year old black kid. I'm not, it's not for me, but I appreciate the way that they, t- like they're, they, they stay committed to the excellence of how they tell their stories more specifically, like the Pixar and an animation side as well. So um, I grew up like I, Lion King, Hercules, Aladdin, like all that. And then as it relates to Pixar, Toy Story, Toy Story 2. That's, Toy Story 2 is probably like one of my top five movies ever. Like, I, what? It's like, <laughs> you got to watch it again. You got to watch it. It's a very, like, you got to watch, like, I, I, I implore you to watch it like, within like this weekend. It's, a, it's probably the, one of the most efficient scripts. Like everything was an iconic scene, like from back to back to back to back to back. So um, I just like, I just, I don't know, I just like that one specifically. I just love the way they tell their stories. And so as it relates to me, Bread and Circus came from, I know, I, I think I was done with football. It was like December of 2019. I was home for winter break before I went back to school. And I was thinking about, okay, I want to do something, but I have so many different tastes. I want to do clothing. I want to do media. I want to do music. I want to do film. I want to do TV. I need something that's, that can be an umbrella company to encapsulate my whole vision so I could be streamlined in my storytelling, regardless of the medium. It could be all streamlined. So I don't know. I don't know where this came from. I just thought about it and probably heard it, heard it in passing somewhere, like bread and circus. I'm like, let me just research it. And upon my research, it like it speaks perfectly to what I want to do because like the real like etymology of it, it just speaks to like using entertainment and using like superficial things for distraction purposes. But I wanted to repurpose the term, like use the same modes of entertainment, but rather to inform. And so like, okay, cool. Like we use bread and circus and then just re- repurpose the term. Like, and, but that gives me the, the name itself gives me leeway to dabble in like strictly entertainment, but it has a purpose behind it, regardless of what I want to do. So I'm like, all right, bet. This is like, this is perfect. So I built a logo, like a little um, circus tent logo. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and I'm thinking, cause I'm like from Orlando, I try to do Disney stuff. Like where's, who's my Mickey Mouse? Who, what is something that they can look at? And, and that can be the personification of my brand. And so that's where I built like the uh, uh, my mascot. His name is Cyrus the Circus Bear. I can see you. I can even email you pictures of it. I got I got a whole life size costume. You might see him this weekend in DC, like on social media or something. He might be outside. But um, uh, yeah. So I it's called his name is Cyrus the Circus Bear. And so I built it like I, I was very particular about the name because I wanted like Mickey Mouse and, and the, how like even the the geometry of his like circles. Like, it's very identifiable for right, me. Everything. So I'm, there's like I'm taking. I'm always trying to like um, annotate why something works, so and how I can apply it in like 2020, 2021 terms. So I'm like, okay, bet. Let me just do something that's very recognizable from far away, like for easy for kids to say um, the whole nine. And so I'm like, okay, Cyrus. Like, okay, it's very easy to say. And Cyrus Circus Bear. Okay, it's just like okay, like alliteration. It's easy to say off the tongue if it falls off the tongue. And like everything, so that that, that and that's when I when I get done with this project, I look to get a more like animation, traditional two D animation, the whole nine. So I'm like, okay, bet I built that person, and then from that point on, while while I was working on this uh, project in 2019, I was actually producing another show called Backroom, which is basically like a live music video series performance, a, a live music video performance series on YouTube. Okay. So what that means is. People came to our studio in Georgetown 
and like performed a live rendition of their song on a green screen. And I and like and I keyed out the background to match their outfit. And it's like like live, live vocals over like a ba- a backing track of their like um, instrumental of their song. So uh, we did that for like two seasons. We actually like if I if I if it wasn't COVID, we'd probably still be working on it. But it got pretty popular pretty fast because what I came to realize is people have talent, but the outlets aren't readily available to them or they're just not aware of them. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, especially for me, like at the time I was, I was like 21 years old, about to be 22, looking for those things. Like I'm not from here. So in me, like gathering up all this artists and creatives and trying to find people, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I found them, but it was very hard for me to do that. Right. So I don't want the next person who is not as privy to some information that I was to like, like feel as if they have no help. Let me build an outlet to where it's essentialized. People can come together and, and just better themselves and just and, and, and have an outlet to try new things and explore new things. It's, it's multidisciplinary for a reason. Like if you're a filmmaker, you could partner with uh, an actor or if you're a clothing designer, you could partner with a filmmaker because they can do like the, it's all, it all encapsulates with one another. Like the, like the active expression holds no bounds with the, what, what medium it is. So I'm like, all right, if I could just, if I could just have that and cause I have, a, I have a lot of different tastes. So I just knew I just couldn't be strictly one thing. So, all right, bet. Let me just, yeah. let me just build like the foundation of it. Like, okay, just so if I dabble in, okay, bet. Let me just do a film. All right. Next season, I'm going to do clothing. Next season, I'm going to do music. And that, and so, all right, so, and that, and, and even in what I'm doing now with the, with the documentary, I have a whole, like, merchandise collection that's coming out with the movie. Right, So okay. I, I'm making, yeah, so I'm making, uh, um, like, some shorts, a t-shirt, a hat, and some shoes, and a jacket, and a soundtrack coming out with it. So it's like, I'm trying to make, I'm trying, I'm pushing it as if it's going to be, like, on, like, Hollywood. And I, I want to operate like that just so when I have the opportunity to actually do that, I know what I'm doing. Um, so, so and you, I always so you're in all media. You're all over the place. If if it's visual audio, if it's if it's clothing, it's whatever it is. You 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 want to have a hand in it. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because my my plan is let me build the house first, and and then specialize in a room. So like, okay, if I could just build the house and know a little bit about everything in the beginning, and then when I ascend, obviously you're gonna go into what you are more like have an inclination to the most. And I feel like I want, if, I, if, it, if it's my bottom line of anything, I just want to be a great filmmaker first. And so after I, once I, I keep ascending in that, I, I can employ other specialists in those fields. But right. since I've already had a, 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 my, my foot in it, I know exactly, like, I can speak the language of, okay, I need this garment to be like 720 GSM because it's going to be winter. So I need it to be a little bit thicker in a kayak. So like, because I've done that already, I know exactly what that can do. And then I could collab with what what they know to make the best possible product. So that that's what I, that's that my smile little like plan is like be little, do a little bit of everything in the beginning, and then as I progress, just keep then specialize in one thing, and just make sure the vision is being seen throughout the mediums that the specialists have a hold of. Now you mentioned that you you you've got a lot of experience with filmmaking, and I I want to congratulate you because I saw that you you got a film that's going to be premiering on BET Plus in December. You want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, for sure. So um, I helped out with a filmmaker named Deontay Massenberg. He's currently uh, he's a recent graduate of Howard University, and so at the time this is uh, spring of 2020. I had a mutual friend connect us. And so I, I reached out. He needed help building a crew. So I sent him my 
like my credentials and I sent like a spec script and um, he liked it. So I ended up being like a first assistant director. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. So um, I came out, we shot it in July of this past year. And so during that time, it was a very unique experience. We shot like, like almost an hour worth of, of film in like eight days. Eight, eight, nine days. So we were like, we had to like, yeah, we was a lot of late nights, early mornings. Like, so we had to get to it. It's a very, it's a very, like, uh, it, it's funny looking at it now, but at the time, it was like, all right, we got to get everything done. But I, that, that, that rush of like everybody thinking on their feet, come, like coming together for a common goal, it, it's kind of like football. I, I, I don't really see the difference of it. We have the game plan on it. We have to actually shoot it. Everybody has to perform at some point in their, like, in their respective tasks. So I really, I really enjoyed that process of it, and just like the spontaneity of it. But yeah, he's a, he's a really great filmmaker. And at the time, he's like a little bit younger than me. So he's able to, first of all, fund it. And then first of all, like get all the people involved, like sitting through all the meetings, all the boring stuff. And then like, actually like go out and film it. <laughs> you know, you already know how it was like, he did all that. And I'm like, okay, this is like really somebody that I can connect with in the future. But at the time, he was going into his uh, junior year, I believe. And know, actually he's going into his senior year. So he's a, a rising senior at the time. So, and, I, and at the time, I just graduated like, the year prior. So seeing somebody like that currently in undergrad able to do a film like that. Um, and, and his DP worked at BET. So he came down from New York and helped him out. So he had a lot of people helping him. And just, just to be able to manage all those personalities is a talent in itself. So right now, it's, it's um, scheduled to premiere on BET Plus this December. And so which we're trying to see where else we can end up on. But I think that's going to be the home for it as it stands right now. May do the festival circuit if they're allowed us to do it. But it's all up to him whether whatever he wants to do. So that was, that was a very cool experience for me. And just to be able to make more stuff, especially during COVID, that was a blessing in itself. Everybody was safe. Like, even even that, like, he was able to manage everybody. Like, nobody got sick, none of that. Everybody was, like, following protocols. So I really, I really respected that, like, professional aspect of it as well. So what's the name of the film? And tell us what the, what, what the film is about. Yeah, so it's called um, "It Won't Hurt Forever." Trust me, and it's it's exploring the um, the mental health aspect of black men, young black men in particular, and, and showing the stages of grief and how people cope through traumatic events. And that, and that's told through a love story. It's it's pretty cool because like you you'll it's like you'll 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 now that I told you like the whole premise of it, you'll see certain points as to like okay, this means that. Now this, I can see him going through this. And it's told like a really, really, it's a really fun script. To, it was a really fun script to shoot. And so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see it. Like that's, it's almost going to be a year and a half since we filmed it. So yeah, it's, it's basically just essentially talk about the stages of grief through young black men and how they cope through their traumas. Excellent, excellent. Uh, it's a wonderful topic right now, a very timely topic with uh, what's going on with the Olympics and Simone Biles and, Naomi Osaka, and all of a sudden right now, everyone is focusing on mental health. And that I think that's a very yeah. positive thing. So I, I, I hope the best for your film. I hope a lot of people get to see it and get to see how sometimes some of the taboos that can be broken about dealing with grief in, in the male society, a male African-American society. Exactly. Uh, so... Um, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you about an idea or project, how could someone get in, get a hold of you to talk at, at Bread and Circus about, yeah, I got this great script or this media idea. How, how can someone get in contact with you? Yeah, for sure. So you can reach me at 
I'll, I'll look up and give my, my personal number. I, I forgot he was online. <laughs> Only if you're comfortable with it. I don't know. I like, relax. Yeah, you hit me at uh, my Instagram, uh, Ramon, R-A-M-O-N, dot Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S. That's my Instagram. Um, you can reach me, email, uh, contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at Bread and Circus, with a Z, circus with a Z, dot com. Uh, whatever socials and I follow Bread and Circus on Instagram. Um, Bread B E B R E A D A N D and Circus with a Z straight through, no periods or points. Uh, Bread and Circus and then my personal. So you can, then um, from that you'll be able to get uh, keep in contact with me and my personal journey as well as the progression of my film. Uh, and I forgot to even mention this: um, the documentary that I'm working on is, is titled Hoya Boys with a Z. And then. This this the only this is a nugget I'm gonna drop too. You'll you'll start you'll see it if I uh, once you get a chance to see it. I took a lot from John Singleton. Like um I really, I really resonated with Boys in the Hood. And you know, in Boys in the Hood, Trey, he always had like Georgetown paraphernalia on. Like if right. you notice, like yeah, like his yeah. stuff. And so he, he ended up going to I think Morehouse, but throughout the movie, he like had Georgetown stuff on. So, and then at the time, John Singleton was 23 when he released it. He was born in 68, released in 91. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm 23. When I, when I, I think I'm going to be 20. I'm low-key tight because I'm trying to release it in July. So my birthday's in like three weeks. So I might be 24 when it releases. So I'm like, hey, I was trying to, I was trying to match it to the T. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to match it to the T. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I was trying, trying to do it, but I'm like, okay, I guess, I guess it's not timing is everything. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. So um, that, and then even Boys in the Hood, how it's spelled is B O Y Z in the hood, and that's why I kept it at Hoya Boys with the Z. Just like pay um, homage to John Singleton. I wish I would have met him before he passed away, but it's somebody that I really um, resonated with and. And you can actually even see, like, I have a lot of animation in it as well. And and what they're even what they're even wearing is like similar to like the the, the clothes that like the um, one of the characters in, in the film wore too. So it's it's a lot of little, little Easter eggs within it. <laughs> so yeah, Hoya Boys is the title. You can follow Hoya Boys Film on Instagram to follow the, the updates on that, as well as Bread and Circus, as well as my personal Ramon Lions on Instagram, as well as contact at breadandcircus.com. All right. Very good, my brother. Congratulations once again on being named the Filmmaker of the Month for the month of September. I look forward to hearing from you, seeing more stuff from you. you definitely get in contact with us as far as those festival things go, because uh, sure. we, we got to help each other out. Okay, for sure. We'll definitely, we'll definitely do that. All right. Thank you again for being on the show. Congratulations, and have a great day. Thank you. You too. Keeping it real with Phil Gordon.